mindful of your thoughts, Anakin, they're betrayed. Listeners, and welcome to another podcast on purefandom.com. This, of course, is our Star Wars theory series. We are on part nine, right, that's, Patrick? That's correct. Part nine, and today we are talking all things the Han Solo solo film. I am joined by my co host, Patrick Pohop. Hey, happy to be back. And we are joined um, by DK New Media's very own and Uber Star Wars fan, Jen. Hello, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. We're so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I'm really pumped about this one because it actually forces me to look up all the news, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I know you are, you're definitely on. I don't know. Do you subscribe to something? Is every time I'm like, hey, Pat, did you hear this? You're like, I already knew that. <laughs> yeah, there's like the, the movie web and then there's something else on Facebook. I just keep liking. I always get feeds of like different articles. Of stuff, but there hasn't been too many about the Han Solo movie because I think it's just still kind of. They must be still rewriting the script or something. To, I'm I'm assuming they're going to start production soon though. And yeah, they, I don't think they've started production yet since they just cast Woody, right? Yeah. I thought they were supposed to start production in April or May. Ooh, you nice. would think so because it, it's the next slated movie to come out. So. After eight. F, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be released in December 2018. God. It seems so far away. Originally, May 2018. Right. Because then they, they pushed, pushed them all. Right. I hate when they do that. It's like, just say December. Like, don't right. get our hopes up. Like, we'll wait. <laughs> I'm fine waiting. I'll always wait for Han Solo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jen, I should yeah, also everybody. tell you. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do really well. Uh, Patrick is, so I was like Dorothy for 12 years in a row for Halloween. Oh my gosh. His Dorothy awesome. was Han Solo. Or uh, anything Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. I had, my buddy uh, Jack Ryan was like, so are you, are you more Indiana Jones or Han Solo? I was like, I can't really answer that. No. I'm, I'm torn mm-hmm. no. between the two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how, how PC are we on this show? Oh, this is not <laughs> PC okay. at all. All right. So yeah. did, <laughs> there was this tweet or this post that w- I can't remember. I saw it on Instagram. I can't remember if somebody tweeted or wh- what they did, but they regrammed this post. And it said, uh, Carrie Fisher, may she rest in peace. I'm so uh. sad. I don't want to talk about it. But Carrie Fisher went out as every American red-blooded woman would want to go out. She said, I fucked Harrison Ford yes! in his prime. <laughs> that is so true. Oh, oh awesome. my gosh. Dude, she's such a bad bitch. I know. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, I'm so sad. I know, but and her mom. No. Have you watched the HBO special yet? No, I'm going to. I haven't to. either. I want to. I love her. Have you read the book? No, I need to. I need to, too. But anyway, yes, I understand. He's just <laughs> like, well, it, Harrison Ford was interviewed about um, casting, like, who they picked for the Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. He had nothing to do with it, I guess. And he, they asked him, are you going to give him any tips about how to play Han Solo? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, it, and he's like, I'd rather them be Han Solo instead of trying to be me. Which is just so Harrison Ford, you know. I so know. Awesome. Well, it did, you did say though you saw they went out to lunch, right? Yeah, I don't know if you saw oh, that. Like it I was didn't. on Twitter, so they both met for lunch, Ooh. and nothing was confirmed as far as what they talked about. But you would think that it was about Han Solo, right? Mm. I don't think he's hanging out with what's his name, Alden, Alden, Aaron Reich. 
Aaron Rick? I got nothing. Sorry, Alden. When you get more famous, we'll pronounce it better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that, I, this is kind of a loaded question for the beginning of the podcast, but we're talking about it. Um, so I'm going to ask it. Do you think that because Han Solo wasn't like a comic book character or, you know, something like with Walking Dead, you know, we read these comics, you know who Daryl, or not Daryl, because he's not in the comics, but Rick Grimes and all these characters are. And then you see him portrayed on TV or in film and you're like, oh yeah, they play that perfectly well. With Han Solo, I feel like he actually is Harrison Ford in so many ways. So I'm... I, I am honestly really nervous for Alden because he has to be, like, shitting himself. I mean, how is he going to do that? Be he, he has to, in some ways, be Harrison Ford. Well, for one, too, with, I guess, supposedly Alden, of all the guys that auditioned, he was supposed to be the first person to audition, which is interesting that they casted really? him. And people are, it's kind of, at least a lot of comments I'm reading, a lot of people aren't happy that he got cast because the guy who played young Harrison Ford in Age of Adeline who actually did audition for the part didn't get the role obviously i don't know that actor's name wait is he the same guy that um has the youtube channel yeah that does the it's so on point like he he was to me at least he should have gotten the role in my opinion i mean we'll we'll see when the movie comes out how alden does and i personally wouldn't want to be in his shoes yeah but um that's that's an issue that a lot of people are having with the movie already but I read that as I was doing my research about this, he went through so many freaking hoops to get this role. I, I mean, it it was not like you go in, you audition mm-hmm. a couple times and you're done. Like it was an arduous process. And I, I would have to imagine, I mean, at first when Disney bought Lucasfilm, I was really, really nervous. I, I have to be honest about that. And so far, they've done really amazing things. Mm-hmm. And if they're going, they're trying to stay as true to the brand as they can. So if they're going through this arduous process with Han Solo, then I mean, I'm gonna try to give them the benefit of the doubt on it. But yeah, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. I'm. I agree with you a hundred percent. I trust them because they've done so well with. You said it perfectly. They've honored the brand instead of. George Lucas, who loves Star Wars so much, but ep- we say this a lot, episodes one through three was like a glorified web series of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is because of the CGI and it was the wrong time to do CGI. But still, it's just they, they, Disney has done a fantastic job and I, I trust them, but yeah, man, I am nervous. So what do you think about Donald Glover being cast as Lando? Well, actually, one more point about Alden real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I just kind of thought of it. He, at least in my opinion, this is the kind of role that will probably make or break his career. Kind of like when Hayden Christensen got cast as Anakin, and we all know how that turned out. So hopefully he does well and the movie rocks. But that's that's the kind of vibes I'm getting from it. Oh, I mean. Well, to me it was. So obviously you brought back the original cast for The Force Awakens. But everybody else was new, and I loved that they did that. No A-list actors, and mm-hmm. now they are, obviously, but right. no A-list actors. And, I mean, I wouldn't even classify Donald Glover maybe as, quote-unquote, A-list, but he, he's up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And even Amelia mm-hmm. Clark is up there. I don't know. I don't know. Makes me a little nervous. <laughs> I love him, but I can't see him as Lando. He looks kind of like Lando. I don't know. I don't know. I will I'm nervous. S- I'm, no, I'm nervous for him too, but I will say, I so I started when they announced it, 
I was like, you know, YouTube frenzy, looking up different interviews with him. His show Atlanta is really funny. Mm-hmm. Or is it called Atlanta? I know yes. it's filmed in Atlanta. Yes. Okay, he just won He's a couple hilarious. Golden Globes. He wrote it, you know, directed it. The guy's like, the guy is a creative genius for mm-hmm. one. But then I was seeing him in interviews and then a couple other things he's done. He's very diverse. Like, he's one of those creatives where he kind of reminded me of Daniel Day-Lewis. You know how, like, whenever Daniel Day-Lewis speaks or accepts something, he's so humble to the point to where it's like, you're either on Valium or you're, like, the most relaxed person I've ever met in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So I just, I'm, I'm almost excited about it because it's like, Dude, if you can be that diverse between yourself and all these different roles, maybe you can do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now mess it up. I'm don't hoping mess it up. for the best. I, I don't want anybody to fail. I'm just, yeah. We'll we see. have a reason to be jaded. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> Hayden. Well, it kind of stinks too. Yeah, right. <laughs> what well, kind of stinks too, because like you pointed out, uh, Jessica, like the last two films. Jen. Or, I'm sorry, Jen. Sorry. <laughs> we just met. <laughs> but, Fair enough. <laughs> Um, like Force Awakens and Rogue One were awesome, so it's like it's already setting that standard that much higher. If it was maybe the first film to come out like after Episode Three, like okay, the bar is not set as mm-hmm. high. But I'm kind of with you. I'm, I'm nervous, but don't knock it till you try it. I right. guess is kind of my approach. Right, and they're being really careful. You know that they're like, just even the key grip. They're like, who are you? What's what's your background? You know. Right. <laughs> so can we not to take the fire from you Liz no so can we talk about whether or not this is a good idea for a movie for a side movie because I've been going back and forth on this well first of all okay so we have in terms of the timeline Rogue One was obviously between episode three episode four this is also going to be well this is going to be we don't know yet in the terms, I think it's also between episode three and four, if I'm right. I'm just not. Oh, sure. the Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be right on that. Yeah. yeah, and BBY. That's their their years before the battle. Of oh. What's what's the Y? Oh, Yavin. Thank you. Yeah. Wait. So I, I was thinking this was <laughs> between. So this movie is going to be set. I was thinking he was like it's young Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's between three and four. Oh, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing. I'm making a classic. I'm pregnant, so I'm allowed to make this mistake. I was thinking between the original trilogy. I'm such an idiot. I'm so sorry. It's okay. How many times am I allowed to do that and make that stupid mistake? Just just once. Of course, Pat would say just once. (laughs) Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Timeline, yes. It's after episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Um, Young Han Solo. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. No, I, like, don't get me wrong. Han Solo is awesome amazing and and my prediction again sorry if i'm taking away the fire here no rock it out so woody harrelson's character it it, it's come out he's been cast is going to play the garrett shrike character quote unquote um they might rename him like they renamed um uh adam driver kylo ren uh but we'll see i like i just can't decide whether I love Hansel. I love him, but I just can't decide if dedicating a whole movie to him was the right decision. I know. I see. I'm with you there, and I think with this character. So first of all, I'm pumped about anything Woody Harrelson does, whether he's like rolling a joint or doing a zombie movie <laughs> or winning an Oscar. The guy's a legend. Okay. I love him. Um, and this character you talk about, for those of you that don't know, 
um, and I'm quoting Cinema Blend here. Uh, in the late 1990s, there was a trilogy of books released that dealt with Han Solo's entire life leading up to A New Hope. And in the first of these books, um, young Han Solo is a member of the crew of a ship called the Trader's Luck, and it is led by this Garrus Shrike character. Um, Shrike, it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy style, like um, Yondu, you know, he has a band of bandits. Um, Han Solo tries to leave a couple times, then he finally escapes, but they have kind of like this love-hate relationship from what I read. Is that, would you say, yeah, probably? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mentorship, but then... Mentorship, yeah. And Woody Harrelson did say in a Facebook Q&A with Mashable, which I believe was a few days ago, that he's a mentor to Han, but he's also a bit of a criminal, so it's like, okay, you're probably playing this character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so what do you think the focus... I guess my questions to you guys would be then, what do you think the focus of the movie is and what should it be? Because it sounds like it is shaping why Han Solo is like, he's not a little jaded, but he's got a chip on his shoulder. And I'm curious to see if when we first see him, he's like this hopeful force believer and he wants to be a Jedi one day and then this happens to him and that's what makes him rough or he's always been that way. Well, I'm kind of with Jen, Jen on this. That, like when you were saying, um, like is, if there's enough plot here to really make a movie around him, because it's like as biased I am about Han Solo. Like, I mean, he was a great like supporting actor in the original trilogy in Force Awakens, but is there enough there to really make a whole movie? I'm kind of skeptical too. Mm-hmm. Um, it would make kind of sense if he wasn't, in my opinion, a Force believer or Jedi or whatever, because it's going to be, I would think, after Order 66. So it's like the Jedi are pretty much extinct. Mm-hmm. The Empire's taking over, so he probably had a pretty rough childhood, kind of like a lot of the people in Rogue One. So I'm guessing he's kind of like a chip on his shoulder, probably self-reliant from the get-go, you know, not much of a childhood, for, as to the reason why he is the way he is now. That's my opinion on it. He's but as, or go, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was just going to say, he's probably kind of like Ray, in a way, abandoned, and then he gets found by this Garrett Shrike character, mm-hmm. and he teaches him how to steal, and smuggle and do whatever he needs to do he probably ne- i if i had to guess he probably never believed in the force there was never it was always mm-hmm. pessis- pessimism instead of uh optimism what so, she has she's the light you know yes mm-hmm. true do you think that they'll have any sort of like how rogue one they didn't have jedi in it but the force was very much a part of it mm-hmm. and it helps i think the force at least in episodes four through six and seven helped shape Han's character as far as like this whole belief in faith, you know, and that has a huge part of who this char- that character is and shaping it. So do you think that they'll touch on that at all in this film or it'll be more of like a um, shoot 'em up kind of movie? Um, it, I would think it's more of just a shoot 'em up, bang 'em up. Like they might reference the force a little bit just because it's a Star Wars movie, but I, don't, I personally don't think they're gonna revolve around it too much. Or maybe they'll show what it's like when the Jedi were gone. I mean, maybe they'll focus a lot on that. Or maybe it'll show an instance where, you know, Han did get introduced to the Force and then somehow got screwed over. I I don't know. I'm curious. Honestly, for the one-off films, the solo films, what do they call them? Anthologies? Is that what they're calling them? I think so. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So Rogue One was genius. Loved it. Um... (laughs) I would have been much more interested to see 
I know I'm totally that conspiracy theory person. I love but it. But I would have loved to see like the dark side conspiracy theories. Like there's this conspiracy theory that, you know, I know we're going to find out later, but Snoke is actually Plagueis or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like how the dark side really started. I know we have, you know, Sith Empire first order but i i don't know or even obi-wan kenobi i'm sure there's tons there like you did a one-off on obi-wan kenobi i'm sure you could have made two movies out of that girl if they're doing this Han solo film and they don't do a kenobi (laughs) when obi-wan or obi-wan ewan mcgregor no obi-wan yeah obi-wan yeah he is himself the perfect age to do these films because the comics are so great and I, I think we'll still see some Ewan McGregor. And in the fans something. want it to. It, yeah. it wouldn't make any sense if they didn't make one within the next like five years. I, I think it's silly. It I'm hoping it's just under wraps sense. and they don't want to tell anyone because it'll spoil something that's in one of the new movies, you know? I, I'm hoping. Because that's what it was like for episode seven. They didn't announce it forever. Right. Like they didn't say anything. And then wasn't it on like Jimmy Kimmel or something? They asked. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, Harrison and Ford. he yeah. was like... In the hot dog costume. Yes. He was like, what? <laughs> hot dog. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. Um, oh, gosh. Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, no, I lost my train of thought. I can't I even know, focus. I love him so much. No, see what's is, happening? We're oh. like already getting off on Obi-Wan. <laughs> this is what <laughs> happens, though. And we're like struggling to, you know, eke out a Han Solo conversation. I know. It makes me worried. Well, and that's why you can... Dude, you nailed it on the head. I mean, you better come up with some legit backstory because there's already so much between um, the cartoons. You know, there's Clone Wars and there's um, uh, Rebels and then the comics. Like, there's so much already there. And if you're keeping everything canon, introducing something else just seems a little nuts. But before I forget, Jen, I wanted to say we've talked about before what would be super cool if you're going to truly come up with a whole new story would be a prequel to episode one like how did all of this start like what was yeah like with the dark side like let's talk about Plagueis Mm -hmm. I mean we're the Skywalker story is great but we're we're coming to an end there's still so much more and Rogue One proved that fans care about it Mm -hmm. I just that would be so awesome I know oh my Mm -hmm. god yeah the old republic where they have like a ton of Siths, Sith and Jedi, and it's that'd be cool, like kind of uh, maybe Palpatine's rise or how Yoda came to be. That would be pretty oh, awesome. It'd be so badass. Because mm-hmm. Palpatine and Count Dooku was Count a great Dooku. character. Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, yeah. aside of his weird lightsaber, love <laughs> Count Dooku. Yeah. Um, Mace Windu. Yeah. Side note, and then I swear we'll get back to Han Solo. <laughs> have you seen? I haven't actually read like an a legit theory but have you seen the mace windu snoke rumors yeah mm-hmm. i yeah. don't know about that it's a bit of a stretch and yeah. <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm all about samuel L. jackson being a boss but i feel like mace windu wouldn't become snoke like he's like i'm mace motherfucking windu yep you know like yep. that's pretty much it okay you're like right. samuel L. jackson you were in three star wars movies you're good yeah. You know, I know, but I love him. No, he's he, awesome, but I mean, I, I just think that theory is a bit of a stretch. Did you know I, that on his lightsaber, though, for the movie, they engraved BMF on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he so specifically awesome. asked for purple because he wanted to see himself in the fight scenes. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, too. Even if I was CGI, I'd be like, where am I? 
No. I told I'm totally of the mind that Plagueis is Snoke. That, it has to be. That would be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, and it would make sense. <laughs> Last comment on this, I promise, at least for me. Sorry, guys. No, <laughs> don't apologize. This is what these turn into. They do. We go off on tangents. We go off on big tangents. Yeah. So <laughs> with the whole, you know, prolonging life and everything, it's all about there's always a catch, right? This whole balance of nature. So it just makes sense. You know, he looks like crap. He's got that weird scar and like, it just totally makes sense. Well, the theory is that that's an- that's... Darth Vader's body. Snoke is Ooh. Darth Vader's body. So he okay. All right. Oh my god. I, I have to be careful with this. All right. So Plag- okay. Plagueis killed Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Right. Palpatine clearly did not care when Mace Windu was like destroying his body. You mean Palpatine right. killed Plagueis? Well, yes. Right. Yes. Well, right. No. So well, Palpatine said he, he killed, killed Plagueis, Plagueis in Episode Three. Three. Right. Yeah. But. But really, Plagueis, to hide that Plagueis has, has, hasn't figured out the key to immortality, Plagueis killed Palpatine and overtook his body. Okay? okay. So Palpatine, in that big fight scene with him and Windu mm-hmm. and Anakin, he clearly did not give a crap about his body. Like, he wasn't even phased. So he turns into this ugly, ugly monster, right? right. And, um, but Anakin... Obviously, the boy or the fatherless boy mm-hmm. was created from midi chlorians. He was supposed to be the perfect host of a body. He's handsome, you, you know, whatever, strong. Um, so, the ultimate goal was Plagueis was supposed to take over Anakin's body, but he never saw that, foresaw that Anakin was going to be burned to a crisp. Right. Well, this balance that you're talking about, he can't take over since he's like whatever a spirit going from he's like a sith ghost kind of right okay sith ghost since he can't take over bodies until the host dies well at the end of um episode six finally when uh when darth vader dies he takes over Darth Vader's body. I don't know. Because I didn't explain that very well. No, that but. makes sense though. Because if Vader yeah. throw when he threw Sidious off the railing or whatever, the Sidious would be like, "I don't care. I'm just gonna body jump into right. you or whatever." Right. What? But and remember when um, Vader? Yeah, when Sidious went down the shoot the blue light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plagueis theory. <gasps> theory is Plagueis. Oh, okay. Oh, That's interesting. I could see that. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So. That would okay. be the one way to talk about um, midichlorians is a bit of a swear word around us. Sorry, only guys. because, no. Even, I'm, even I'm when Liam Neeson away. says even it. Even when Liam Neeson says it. Because yeah. they explained it so poorly in episode one. Yeah. I just wish that they would have. But that would be a good way to bring it back and tie it all together. Because it is canon. Mm-hmm. There are midichlorians. Yeah. You know? <laughs> cringeworthy okay <laughs> Sorry, so um no i love that we're dedicating another podcast to that okay because i, will, I, will I haven't heard that watch this theory because i know i didn't explain it very effectively but no it makes it, sense it, it, no look it, at snoke yeah. so the burn marks line up with darth vader's body like they're even worse i get some hayden vibes out of it mm-hmm. for sure yeah. Oh. No, I get what she's saying. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. No, we're definitely dedicating another podcast to that because 
Wait, to Snoke or Hayden Christensen? Both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have a running joke that episode two is Patrick's favorite film. Mm-hmm. There's oh, parts, really? it's not my favorite, but there's Liz is like, I defend the prequels because there's parts of the prequels that I like that you don't like that. They're not the best movies. No. Like, I can't even really watch episode one anymore. No, I used to love I it as a kid. Mm. But two and three, yeah, as there's a parts. Child. Yeah, as a child. But now it's like, I can't. Like, I'd, I'd throw it in, and once Jar Jar came on, I was like, all right, next movie. Oh, my gosh, it's horrible. Yeah. Well, okay, let's talk about my boo Woody Harrelson again. With, Maybe. or not, well, okay, Woody Harrelson, we think he'll be this um, Gareth Shrike, amazing character. I'm down with whatever he does. Amelia Clark. So I know that there are a couple characters from Rebels she could be, but you said something super interesting, Jen, about her actually being a Wookiee. Yeah, so I think I saw it on Cinema Blend that she might be a female Wookiee. That is really all I know, and I'm really... I don't feel comfortable speculating what character she could be from Rebels just because there's so many um, that she could be, but I like the female Wookiee. I want her to be a female Wookiee, I know. Please. It would. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, and I think that would be great, too, because if she's just brought in to be, like, this love interest, not that a Wookiee wouldn't be a love interest for Han Solo, but I'm anticipating they'd be introducing, they'd be using her to introduce, you know, the Wookiee race and all of that, and not necessarily to be a love interest. Um, I think that would be cool because we don't need a love interest for a solo Han Solo film. We don't, and I just, we, just, we don't need it. Yeah, yeah, like, Princess Leia is, you know, his OTL, and right. we get it. He probably had some tail before then, but, like, I don't oh, need to see that. Oh, he did, for sure. I don't need to see that. Um, <laughs> some people are saying, though, she could be Hera, possibly. Poss- I mean, she's a cool character. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Maybe. I don't know, okay. um, but I like the female Wookiee idea. Yeah. I think that could be pretty cool. Because it could be a way of where she introduces Han to Chewbacca. Because I'm mm-hmm. guessing that we'll see how they cross paths. Yes. Yeah. You know. Well, how old would, and this may be irrelevant, but do we know when he met Chewie? It was, I don't think so. They mm-hmm. they were just together in episode four in the beginning. Yeah. So you would think they would explain how they linked up. So maybe they're not telling us that Chewie will be in it. Which would be awesome. He he should be in it. I mean, Chewy. yeah. I love Chewie. He's the best. I know. Can you do? You can't do this. No, anymore. I can't. I can't either. I can't. Yeah, I wish I could. I could try and embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I could just like moan, but then I just sound like Charlie Brown. Like, uh, I don't know. Okay, so as far as um, what we think, I'd like to just get overall thoughts. We're totally down with a movie as long as they do it right. They prove they can with Rogue One. We've laid out our concerns. Um, I guess if if you had to pick one thing or theme you want them to focus on, like what should they just totally make sure they get right with this film? Hmm. Well, if, if so, it seems like Woody Harrelson is going to be this Garrett Shrike character. So there's only so much you can do with, you know, okay, Han got picked up by him. You're going to train him how to be a thief, smuggler, whatever. I think they should focus on Han trying to get away from that and what it's like without Jedi. Because I think that would be fascinating to know what, it, what it's mm. like without the Jedi. But 
I don't know. I I don't know. I can't really answer that question because I, I I'm excited for it, but I'm not. I mm. I know. It's it's, it's a blessing and the curse of how Disney is doing these films. I love that we don't know a lot. Like with the um, even in uh the, like Batman vs Superman, which is opening up a whole can of worms. I know. Did you see Batman vs Superman? I did. <laughs> like at the end, how they focused on um, oh. There's the flash symbol. Click on the button and then we see, you know, and all that stuff. It's like, trust us. Like, we know, like, we like the element of surprise. Or in X-Men Apocalypse, which was a very weak movie and just really, oh it was God. very lazy for such a great so series. Lazy. Yeah, especially why did the way the first us, two were. Yeah, like, why did you show us Wolverine at the end of the trailer? We know his new movie's coming out. It would have been much better if he just showed up in the movie you know and you're like what is that banging and literally and then, the, the scene they showed in the trailer was the only scene he had yes. in the entire movie so it's like you just <laughs> why would you do that oh it's so <laughs> stupid well and it just disappointed me because oscar isaacs was the freaking uh, villain in apocalypse oh I, I was like oh oscar isaacs i love you but really no yeah I know. His, his scenes were painful i just it and he had terrible. a lot of screen time too he, like, took over the movie. It was not... I mean, and, yeah, and Oscar Isaac is an amazing actor. He is, um, but... Have you seen uh, um, Ex Machina with him in it? Uh-uh. Oh, you guys would love it. He plays this, like, crazed, brilliant man. And Domhnall Gleeson, who's in episode seven yeah. as, you know, the, uh, the red hair? Mm-hmm. The oldest Weasley brother, who also trains dragons in Romania for you Harry Potter fans. <laughs> <laughs> Um, He's so multi-talented. That's him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's him. Holy, wait, oh my God. My, <laughs> my mind is freaking blown. Told you, girl. The, the <laughs> what's his, fi- oh my God, that is him in Force Awakens. Yeah. Holy shit. He like told, it- oh my God, my mind's blown right now. <laughs> Dude, right? Because oh. we just rewatched Harry Potter again. Because, you know, <laughs> as your Potter. your yearly binge of the <laughs> yes. films. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh crap, yeah, Domino Gleason. He's also in Ex Machina with Oscar Isaac. And it's pretty much... Both of them, and then um, uh, Alicia Vikander, who plays the AI robot, it is, like, messed up. Oscar Isaac is a psycho in it, and it's fabulous. I tell you what, though. Alicia. Ooh. Oh, my God. I would marry her. She's a babe. She's like, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, she's a freebie. And she's Laura Croft. She's Laura Croft, Croft too? Man. Yeah. Life goals right there. I know. Up. Which I finally started playing the Laura Croft video game you got me. Oh, good. On Xbox? Her. PlayStation. I'm sorry, we're a PS family. Yeah, Xbox yeah, is another right. bad word, too. So. Oh, guys. <laughs> you can't. No. See, we need this. This is why it's good. No. We need... I like... I'm an equal opportunity technology lover. Okay? <laughs> we, we did have the 360 when, like, the in-between because mm-hmm. we did not get the PS3. We did not get So we tried it. We weren't crazy about it. We went back to PlayStation. The 360 sucks. So. The one is good. But I've heard good I thing. love the PS4. PS4 is nice. Mm-hmm. It gets I'll play the job anything. Done. I don't. I know that you and Jack are a little bit more bougie about it, but mm-hmm. bougie, <laughs> bougie. Um, okay, so Pat, what are what's like your dude? Make sure you get this right, or what you're really wanting to see. One thing they could reference more, or f- for us to find out, is I think in episode five, when Lando, when you first see Lando and Harrison's talking to him, and they talk about how like. Han won the Millennium Falcon from him, in the so that's that <gasps> potentially could be a storyline in the movie 
which it's got to be. Yeah! So we're like fist yes! pumping over here. Yeah, so maybe it's like a really cool race that they do, or it's you know a cool bet. Like I just thought about that. And I was like, that actually could be pretty cool. You are brilliant. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Ten more points. Ten more points. So <laughs> she's if, forgiving you for if the PlayStation. They, if they, yeah. <laughs> if they touch on that, especially when you remember that from the original trilogy, I think that would be cool. So that's you know. brilliant. So hopefully they do their homework. Oh, good yeah. job, Pat. Okay. Um, I don't know how else to top that other than um, <laughs> I guess I hope they made sure that Donald can grow a mustache because I don't know Lando <laughs> without the trash stash. No, because um, yeah, he he can grow a Billy Billy D can grow a mean mustache. <laughs> Billy D. <laughs> Billy D. Williams. The ultimate oh, smoothie. Man, I know, right? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. cheese. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So um, we talked about Han Solo for all of like five minutes, but that's all we really could talk about mm. because there's not. I mean, which is good that we don't know a lot, but I just. Star Wars fans, if you're nervous, we get it. We feel your pain. But in the meantime, you can check out Star Wars Theory Series on purefandom.com. And next week, if we can, or in the coming weeks, Jen, I totally want to dive in, if you're down pat, to that Plagueis Theory. Yeah. I, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I will get all the research on that because I know there's a bunch, of, a bunch of theories out there, and I have to get credit. So I watched the original video on, have you heard of um, the YouTuber John Solo? It's prob- our dad probably. I think so. It. Yeah. it sounds familiar. He yeah. he does a pretty good job, and he heard he, he read all the reddits and whatever, and kind of compiled this from other people. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll I'll get it together. But anyway, nice. And only eleven months until episode eight. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see that poster that no. was on Facebook? What? It shows. Well, it says like the three hundred thirty days or whatever, and then it shows Luke's metal hand giving the lightsaber. Anakin's lightsaber to Rey. And it, I don't know if that poster's fan made or not, but it looks legit. Like, Disney what? should use that as like a promotional poster. Oh. It's really cool. Like, it's on Facebook. Like, I think it's on Star Wars page or something. We'll put it on our Instagram so you guys can see it. I'll it's really cool. It. I saw it either yesterday or two days ago. Oh my God. And what? it just says, it says um, the Roman numerals at the bottom, too. Eight. Eight. It's pretty legit. Eight is my favorite number. I have a feeling this is going to be, well, at least from. This set of three mm-hmm. will probably be my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't <laughs> wait. And I love that they come out around Christmas. It's just like. It's awesome. Yes. I mean, Christmas is great. We should all go together. I'm not kidding. We definitely have to. I think to. we should. Yeah. Because yes. we go to all the premiere nights. Mm-hmm. We definitely should. Oh, it'd be so fun. <laughs> Maybe that's one more thing that was that was off with the prequels is they all came out in May, didn't they? They should have came out in December. That's what was you wrong know. with them. That's what it was. <laughs> they need that. I thought they came out. Or, no, you're right. It was May because it was around Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Snap. That was probably Hayden's idea. Like, oh, no, we should have them come out in guy. May. That poor, poor, <laughs> poor man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Alden doesn't suffer his same fate. Uh, I'm pulling for him. I'm pulling for him, too. They got some pretty, I mean... George Lucas, like, thank you for creating this world, but the fact that he has absolutely nothing to do with these films, I think, is pretty good. But, but... Production-wise. The um, Kathleen... I think her name's Kathleen Kennedy. Yes. Ka- she she was his... I'm pretty sure she was his assistant for years, and now she's the production... I, I Sorry, I'm botching this, but um, I think she saw it, and she's 
a big proponent of protecting this brand and mm-hmm. why. Which is oh, so needed. I, I agree with you because you have to protect his passion. I mean, he gave us what I love that he tried to do was that. Well, and he did. But, you know, it, it, with the prequels, it was kind of like, uh, he created all these unique characters that like these creatures and these mm-hmm. beings, you know, it yeah. it makes it its own universe, which is so hard to do. So I love that. But I just don't want him directing any or writing any of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch any of the behind the scenes of the films? Like they I show, bet. like if you, um, like they'll have, like on, when I buy them on Apple TV or whatever, they have like something like 15 minutes or whatever of how they made them behind the scenes. Ooh. And it's like, he. The, I think my opinion, the problem was he was literally micromanaging every single step of the movie. I think that was, it's like he had a team, but it just seemed like, he was the one that was like, no, we're doing this. He didn't want to take any suggestions or like they would interview some people and they'd be like, they were going over like the designs of Mustafar for episode three. Yeah. And this one guy's like, I like mine. George didn't pick it, which is okay. But you could tell he was like bummed oh. or whatever. Oh, <laughs> you know? no. yeah. But I'm just like, I just feel like he did was just like, no, I don't care what, whatever this, this is what we're doing. Well, which, and I will say yeah. uh, just one more and then I'm done. No, uh, you're fine. <laughs> no. So, have you seen the Hunger Games series? Yeah. Yes. So the art directors or some of the art team, I'm pretty sure some of them are actually working on the new film. Oh. And they're fantastic. But whoever did the art, like the creative outfit, yes. I mean, they did a good job. No matter what you think of the films, they, ooh, they did a good job. So. Oh, I thought it was incredible. Like, I did um, too. Which is so hard to do for those, like, you know, post-apocalyptic, you right. know, dystopian films. Catching Fire was so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the art direction and to create that. I remember when they, you know, the first one I was like, okay, they're in the woods most of the time. But I was like, how the hell are they going to create that arena without it looking like a cartoon? Right. And it looked so badass. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was incredible. Oh, it was so cool. We yeah. should maybe rewatch that next. I'm like, what? franchise should i you know watch instead of working late at night <laughs> <laughs> maybe hunger games i loved them but thank you for having me this was awesome i want to do this ah! every day and get paid for it <laughs> right i know i know we're working on some sponsors for coming ones so make sure you check out guys we're working on some deals for hopefully getting um some discount codes for some cool star wars swag and thanks again to dk new media for loaning us their amazing studio it's so fun in here (laughs) um you can visit purefandom.com we have a ton of other great podcasters if you like the sci-fi network brad and court talk cover any and all shows and interview cast members um almost weekly they're amazing super talk is coming back that's our supergirl podcast you can check out me and lindy on talking tv with liz and lindy we'll be recapping the walking dead when it comes back and of course our star wars theory series with patrick pohop and lovely guests like jen (laughs) um but follow us on twitter and instagram at pure underscore fandom and we'll check you next time until then Capes out. I'm so proud of you for remembering that. I'm like four for four, I think. I know. High five. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Visit purefandom.com for more kick-ass news on your favorite shows, fandoms, movies, and more.